What's going on, everyone? It's Goldie Doll. You're now rocking with Versus TV. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. Period. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Chloe's Music, and you're now tuning into what? All the tea right here on Verse TV. Um, and so, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we do this each and every week. We have something special, someone different. And this week, we got a special guest, someone that I'm very close to, someone that you know, and I'm super excited to be uh, on this uh, interview call with. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, if, um, we have in the building Miss Goldie Dog. And everyone. Yes, go be down. And so, first and foremost, thank you for being here. Like I said, again, your energy is so vibing and so dope. Do the music, do outside the music. So, you are who you say you are, and you do what you say you're going to do. So, if I source the stuff correct, you are fellow early June baby, just like Aaron Mack. Is that right? Yeah. June 9th, 69 on the calendar. <laughs> just like that. I love it. Uh, okay, cool. So, for our audience who may not yet know where you're from, give us a little bit, you know, knowledge about where you're from and and and, and what you love about your origin story. Because you know where we're from and our origin is most important to us. So let people know 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 you from who may have not saw our interview that we had with you earlier today on the live. But you know, for those people who tune in on YouTube, let them know um, just a little bit about your origin story, where you're from, and you know what what you love about it. Okay, so I'm from North New Jersey, the most crime-rated city in New Jersey, North. <laughs> And it definitely, and I love my upbringing. I love my origin because my hometown definitely shaped me to be the strong independent that I am today. You know, if you grow up in Brick City, Newark, you have a certain demeanor with you. You know, you got to grow up tough because Newark is a tough city to live in. But I love where I came from and I will never forget where I came from. Per. So, yeah, I'm, de I'm from Newark, New Jersey. Born and raised. Oh, yeah. I just like that. Born and raised. Now living in New York. Okay. Yeah. Making that New York dream pop. <laughs> yeah. Started this journey in New York by myself. Literally moved to New York two years ago. Um, So I've been doing stuff. I've been making moves and everything like that. Um, It's definitely been hard. But when you have a journey and when you have a plan set out, because I came to New York, you know, living, started to live with a best friend. And now I'm here in New York. So. Jersey's always home, always a home so, feeling. I'm in New York. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen, we ain't that far from home. So we got to go back. I'm just saying. Some people exactly. way far, but we ain't that far. So, what inspired you to rap professionally? Like to get into this and say, I'm gonna go all hard. I'm gonna go hard and make it happen. What, what inspired you to do that? Um. Well, I was always plugged in with um rappers. Like I started going to the studio um in Harlem. And I would be around a lot of guys and they would rap like this studio. It was a, I was in a studio with a lot of guys um, and they would rap and stuff like that. And then even growing up, I always knew I had talent like to rap. Um, I wanted to be a singer. Um, but then when I started to get into different artists, like I would say Left Eye from TLC, got in there and seen how she wrote and how she rapped on the songs of TLC. And that really inspired me to start 
up. And so I would say after seeing her and like, you know, freestyling, you know, with my friends sometimes and, you know, when you got talent and if you show your talent off around somebody, there's always that one person that's, that's going to be like, you could actually do this, you know, stop mm -hmm. playing. You could, you could do this. And that's what it was for me. I would just freestyle with my friends. I would go to the studio with them because I always had like a lot of male friends and they would go to the studio and they would, um, you know, be plugged in, you know, so I, I would always be like that down chick that would hang with them. Like, you know, you see a lot of boys and you see that one female that would be me. Um, so I started rapping, like I always knew I could rap. Um, mm -hmm. so I really started to take it serious and started rapping and, you know, I made my first song. I made a little buzz for myself off of SoundCloud and I started putting some songs together on SoundCloud and people just liked my sound. They liked my sound. I was, I was talking that real shit, that real like freaky shit, you know, but ah. <laughs> I, I, my bars is my bars speak for themselves. So people heard my sound, and then you know they see my image. You know I have an image to me too. You know people be like, "What the fuck?" Like she, she, she's so dolly and so you know this and that, but she, she raps so hardcore and she like so she got this sound with her. So I think um just being plugged in with um rappers and being around people and knowing that I had the talent growing up made me to start rapping and taking it seriously. And the response that I got off of SoundCloud, um, I released my first song and I will always remember my first song was called Make It Vibrate. And I <laughs> I released it on SoundCloud just to see like what these hoes was gonna think of me, like what, what people was gonna like really think of my sound and me having an actual song because people just heard me freestyle. I released mm -hmm. my first song off SoundCloud. Everybody loved it, like people, People in the neighborhood loved it. People was playing it. You know, my my, the, my first ever song, which was on SoundCloud. Um, and then after that, I knew that I, was, I said, okay, well, that's when I started taking myself seriously as an artist. I'm like, okay, I could rap. I got an image to me. I got style, you know. And I just didn't turn back. I continued with it, to be honest with Look you. Look at me now. Right. Look at me now doing it. Hello. I mean, yep. Yeah. It was <laughs> so just let it's a great segue to that question. So, from where did the choice for your stage name come from? Yes, I love this question so much because okay, so you know my stage name is you know two parts. My stage name is Goldie Doll. Um, my name, well, my Goldie was my street name because I've I've I always like you know hustled in the streets and stuff. Um, growing up in the hood, you know, you were here like if you walk past the guys, you know. They would try to cat call you and they always give the girls nicknames like um, they'd be like, oh, come, come here, little shorty, little slim, little mama, little, you know, and I always had blonde hair, like blonde hair was like my signature hair in the hood. And I always had blonde hair, you know, so they started calling me Goldie. And I was like, oh, like one time I was walking and, you know, these, these group of guys, this one group of guys was like, come here, hey, come here, Goldie. And when he when he was talking to me, I was like, Goldie. When he called me Goldie, he was trying to cat call me because he wanted some of this. He wanted to talk to me. You feel me? He wanted all of this. But all this right here, got it. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, okay, he just called me Goldie. Like that name, you know, when you hear something that fits, it just fitted perfectly to, to me. And I was like, that, that, that name is so, so me. So that's what people was calling me in my hood in Jersey. Um, and then when I came to New York, people was already calling me like Gold Goldie when I like came to New York and I had a little buzz for myself. Um, so that's where the name Goldie came in. And then um, 
the name dog came in because I always like view myself kind of like as a dog, like with my style and with, you know, the different hair colors and a different, like in my, in my style and my aesthetics, you know, um, it very much gives dogs. So, um, I thought I put that together with the name Goldie because I didn't want to just call myself Goldie. Um, I was going to either call myself Goldie the Savage or Goldie Dog. Um, and I went with Goldie Dog because it, it, it fit me. Now I'm still a savage. I'm still a savage, per trust. But I went with Goldie Dog because um, at the time, it was like other women that was calling themselves dolls, like Asian doll, Cuban doll. I didn't want to be like them, but I seen how they was branding themselves and I seen how, you know, the reactions they got from the crowd and stuff. And I said, this is me. Like, I'm kind of like a doll too. So that's where the name doll comes from. I'm a, I'm a doll. So, yeah. Come on, period. Loving it. All right. Okay. So you represent so very well for the trans females in the, in the, in the street. Thank you. And so, if you know that, come on. So, if you could speak to 11 year old Goldie Doll right now, what advice would you give her about pursuing her dreams of rap? Um, if I could speak to 11 year old Goldie Doll, well, when I was 11 years old, I was enduring a lot of violence in my household. And I was in, I would, I was a whole, mentally, I was a kid, but I was going through things that a, sh a kid shouldn't have been going through. I would have never thought that I would have been a rapper now. And I would have been, a sh I would have never thought what I was, like if I had a time machine, I would have never thought that this was who I was right now when, if I was 11 years old. Going back in time, what I would tell myself to little Goldie, I would say, don't give up and don't get discouraged. No matter where the place that you're at right now, you're not going to stay there forever. So I was in a bad space mentally and physically. I was enduring a lot of violence in my household. I was I, I lived on a ranch, um, a brick ranch in Newark, like a, a, a house in Newark um, with 11 of my family members. And they would fight each other. They would try to stab each other. Like it was a lot of crazy shit that happened in, in that house and then going to school and then you know, it was just so much. And then people getting shot at at school, like dudes carrying guns in school. Um, Cause like I said, Newark is a real rough city in New Jersey. Um, and I didn't think it was no hope for me, honestly. I, I thought when I was that age, I just thought that I was discouraged with life. Um, I thought that I didn't have really a future, to be honest. I would go back in time and tell myself, keep at it with your talents, baby girl. Cause let me tell you, bitch, you got talent, trust, and keep at it. So that's why I would tell myself, um, because I wasn't, I was not motivated back then at all, gotcha. whatsoever. I love it. That was very inspiring. I'm sure somebody can listen to that and get something from it. Yeah. So while we being inspiring, if you could speak directly to any young trans woman right now, what advice would you give them? Good question. A lot of young, younger trans women actually come in my inbox like constantly and tell me they love my music. Um, I'm about to just release a video. Um, I put a snippet of the video I'm about to release with um, another artist, a close friend of mine, Dirty Hana. Shout out to Dirty Hana. Yes, brother. That's actually like my brother. Like, there's not a lot of people I fuck with in this industry, um, but he is one of them. Like, I fuck with him down. Like, that's literally like a brother to me. Shout out to Dirty Hana. And shout outs to the song we have, I Need. Um, that video is going to be crazy. So look out for that. But a lot of younger trans women come into my inbox. I know one person in particular. I'm not going to say their name because I don't want to put them on blast. But she asked me, um, 
you know, Goldie, I look up to you. I love your music. I love Mind Control. I love what you're about. I love you. But I'm a young trans woman. And I'm saying for what she, she told me. She was having problems with her voice. And she was telling me, what, what tips would you give? Like, I'm a trans woman, but my voice ain't there, you know? And I get bullied, you know? Um, how do I get my voice? Like, can you help me with my voice? And I helped her. I mean, I, I told her, I said, um, well... To be honest, your voice is is you. Your voice comes from your body, you know? Um, I told her that don't mind how somebody sound now because being trans, we go through so much with our voice, with our style, with this and that. I told her just let everything take time. Do not strain herself out as a young trans and let everything take time and let your voice course let your voice flourish don't try to put too much strain on your voice you know let it let it flourish so I really helped her and she's a big fan of my music I'm not gonna say her name because I don't want to put her business out there but she she's a really big fan of my music and she's trans and I really felt like I really felt good helping her because if I could help other trans women get to where they're going whether whether it's dealing with music because a lot of them ask me also like that. A lot of them, a lot of um, trans women be um, wanting me to tell me like, oh, well, they be telling me, I want to start rapping. You make me want to start rapping. Like, you know, how did you get the confidence to start rapping? Like, did it? And it makes me feel good. It it really does. It makes me feel like I'm doing something right. So I would just say, let time flourish. And with the girl with the who asked me about the voice, let your voice flourish. Don't put too much strain on your voice. You know. Um, the hormones don't really help your voice like that because I've I seen um, people ask, like, do the hormones help your voice? Do HRT help your voice? Um, really, I mean, your voice just corresponds to, you know, you practice and it's perfect. So don't strain yourself. Don't let society feel like you have to hurry up and, and switch your voice or to switch your style. Let your transition take time. Take time. Take its course and take time. Mm. That was a very good, uh, a very great answer. Um, so I'm hoping that that young lady heard that or will hear it at some point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, she, she's yeah. one of my friends. So I know she's going to hear it, hear this. And I know she's, it's going to put a little smile on her face. Yes. Well, shout out to you, baby girl. Keep living and keep you doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen in time because Goldie mm -hmm. said it. Um, so <laughs> what are the top things an artist should remember when walking into a studio to walk out with a substantial banger? You know, you're making them hits. What should, what should an artist walk out? Walk. What are some top things an artist should remember when walking into the studio to make a hit? Always see the potential in it. Always. There's times that I be in the studio and I finish a song and I be insecure about the song sometime. And I like I because to be honest with you, I be in the studio with my niggas. Like <laughs> I be in the studio with with my friends sometimes, you know. Um, and sometimes I won't see it for a song because I'm so hard on myself. Um, but they'll see it. So hear other people's opinions and see the song's potential. Just know when you walk into that studio and you put your your voice to the mic and you got your 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 lyrics and got your layout and stuff. See the potential in that song. If you don't see the potential in a song that you're creating, do not make the song. Do not. And I say that strongly because in order to create art, you got to see the vision for art. So that's what I would say. See that song's potential because to be honest with you, there's a there's been a couple times that um, 
like my like um one of my one of my popular songs like Mind Control. I remember when um I was making Mind Control and um we was like on the second verse and I was like, you know, this 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 song is pretty different. It's a different sound. I don't know. Like I was kind of insecure about myself. I was like when I came out the studio, I was like, I don't know if they're gonna be ready for this sound. Like, you know, um my engineer was like, Goldie, fuck that. You heard how you just sound, like you heard how you came off. Like this song, if you could do a video for this song too, like the song is already a hit. Like he basically, my engineer, shout outs to Uno. Shout outs to Uno. He was the best. He is the best. Um, he basically told me, he was like, no, this song is a hit. So sometimes you need people to believe in you and see the potential in your art, your work of art. I'm into that. I believe that because I'm an artist too. So I definitely believe that. Um, do you do you have any dream musical collaborations? Just curious. Yes, my dream music music collaboration with my top at the all the way top would probably Lil be, Kim. Would be Lady Gaga. Lady um, Gaga. Yes. Um, mm. uh, yes, and <laughs> um, it would definitely be Lady Gaga. Um, I'm a big fan of her, um, which a lot of people don't know. I'm a, I'm I oh, I love Gaga and. For somebody like her to acknowledge me and to work with me, that would make a dream come true because to me, she is more than an artist to me. Like, you know, I I, I love that woman. Um, and I love her music. I love her style. Like, if she was to work with me and collaborate with me, I would feel like the baddest bitch on this fucking planet. I would feel like I'm fucking untouchable. Like... <laughs> I would feel like, yeah, I would, I, I'm telling you, like, my whole heart would feel like it's, like, touched by an angel. I would feel so overwhelmed with joy. Body that I look, that, that I admire so much in the music industry and with their art, because I love the art that she puts out and how she's a songwriter like me. I write everything I spit or I freestyle everything I spit. She's a writer like me. For another woman to extend the hand, extend her hand and to take me under her wing and do a song with me like of that vernacular of her status. Mm -hmm. Somebody that I love, somebody that's so well respected. Um, it wouldn't be a dream come true. I would say um, Lady Gaga and can I say two or just one? You can say one more. I would say Lady Gaga and Little Kim. Okay. Yeah. That's why um, I said Lil' Kim. I mentioned I know you mentioned it earlier. <laughs> yeah, I would say Lady I would say Lady Gaga and Little Kim. And Little Kim, um, I also love her as an artist as well. Um if she did a song with me, I would fucking love it. Um, because the song would be a fucking hit. Like, you know, I love her style, I love her lyrics, I love her. So I would say them two artists, but Lady Gaga, that would that would my soul and I can't even explain it to you. Like I would be on another planet, like mentally. I would feel like the shit. Fresh out of toilet. The shit. Like I <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Fresh yeah. out of the toilet. Yes, I get it. That's definitely you already know. You know how fresh right. that's uh so tell me this. What's been the hardest part about being a female in the rap world? Um, what's say that question again? What's been what's been the hardest part about being a female in the rap game? Okay. Wow, a lot. Um, okay, so being a female in a rap world is really hard because you look at our male counterparts. You know, when you're a female in this game, 
we get compared to each other all the time. I mean, men get compared to each other, but as a woman in the game, it's like, you can't do this because you're trying to be like her. You can't do it. You know how many times, Troy, people had told me that I'm a not that I'm trying to be a knockoff Nicki Minaj or that like as a woman in this game, you you try to you cannot do one thing that may reflect to another mm -hmm. female rapper. They would mm -hmm. try to say, Oh, well, you're trying to be her or this and that. They always put women against each other. It's right. so hard with men, with you with um our male counterparts. They compare y'all. They, they, well, they compare men, you, you well, male rappers, but it's not the same as when us. They feel like only one top female rapper could be the highlight at a time. And that's so bullshit. When it comes to our counterparts, you know, you can have this person, you can have Jay-Z, you can have Nas, you can have this person at the top right now, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. But to females, it got to be that one bitch in charge, you know, right. that one bitch. You know, they do it. They it, It's so annoying because I get compared to a lot of other female rappers um, a lot. Um, yeah, so I would say it's so... I feel like as a woman, a female rapper, we got to work twice as hard. And what I mean by that is because we got to prove ourselves more. You know, even our lyrics, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. Talk about anything in their lyrics, you know? Um, even though this is all hip hop, you know, rapping and stuff, men could talk about anything. They could talk about shooting niggas. They could talk about robbing niggas. They could talk about fucking bitches left to right. All of that, all of that shit. They won't get judged for it. You know, half of these niggas that that claim that they tote guns and tote Dracos and they shit, half of them haven't even held a gun in their life. But they could talk about it in a song and not get judged. But when it comes to a female, yeah, when I'm really getting into this question. When it comes to a female, if we talk about getting our pussy ate and out, or you know, boom, or you know, doing certain things, we're considered raunchy, a hoe. We're considered this, that. We're, we're judged so much easier than our male counterparts. When in reality, they talk about the same things. I feel like now it's more of an open lane now because there's so many female rappers emerging now in this day and age, which I love. Women empowerment, her. Um, <laughs> there's so, we get judged for everything. Our lyrics, you know, um, you know, some guys may feel like, oh, well, you know, she, she talked about fucking this nigga and fucking her baby daddy. She a fucking smut. Fuck that bitch, you know? Rap niggas could talk about smut and out they baby mama and fucking the bitches right and doing... They won't get judged. We work twice as hard to prove ourselves twice more as a female rapper in hip hop. We got it a lot harder. I mean, now we're making a change in this day and age, which I love. But per it's it, it's we gotta work hard harder, in my opinion. And yeah. as a female rapper, I could definitely say we have to work harder to prove ourselves. Definitely, it's real harder being a female rapper. Well, you said that, okay. You said okay. that and started a little controversy too. I love it. So, uh, what's been the most enjoyable part of you of, of being a rapper in your work? All the work that you do. What has been What has been the most enjoyable part? I first of all, I love what I do. I, I love being like a rapper. Um, the most enjoyable part to me is making the music. I would say the most enjoyable part is making the music. I would say um, I love my freedom 
and my art and expressing myself through art, you know, because um, the type of woman I am, I'm an independent hustler type of woman and I know exactly what I want. And I, that speaks through my art and my bars and my lyrics. If you dig deep into what I'm saying, I know what I want sexually and I know what I want mentally in other areas. And I put that in my art and my bars and my music. Um, so I will say making the music is really, really fun. I love making music. I love working with people. I love collaborating. Um, making the music would be the funnest thing about being an artist. I love making music. Gotcha. That's what I'm talking about. That's how I feel too as an artist myself, especially and um, the music. For a musician, you the feel music. it. You create art and you are born, like you you are an artist. You mm -hmm. feel that, you feel the heart when you create the art. So that's fun. It's it's not a job. It's not, you know, it's it's fun, you know. I love talking my shit, period. But people know how I come in on come on my songs. Like I love Absolutely. It. I agree. I agree 100 percent I agree. So the last question before the uh, in part one, and then we get to part two, the questions when we get to everybody's business, is this. What's the best advice that you have ever received? In my rap career, in my career as being a rapper. It's just in life. What's your oh, best advice you've I, ever received? The best advice that I ever received in my whole entire life was actually from my mom. My mom said this to me. Um, and she said this to me at a young age. They judge Jesus Christ. So who are we? everybody's going to have an opinion on you. But don't ever let that stop you from being who you are, the person you are inside. When my mom said that to me as a kid, that, because I, I don't know, um, growing up, I always was like ashamed of who I was like, when I was a kid. Um, it was hard for me. Um, but when my mom said that, like, listen, Everybody's gonna have opinions. People judge Jesus. People judge Jesus Christ. So who are you yourself? Don't give a fuck what people say. My mother said that to me, um, and I would never forget it. And that stuck with me throughout my whole life. So when I feel like, even on social media, if I feel like I'm being too promiscuous on social media, or if I feel like I'm doing something too mischievous or doing something too out of the box or if I feel like I know I'm going to get talked about or people are going to judge me, I don't give a fuck. You can kiss my ass. Like, you know, that's the attitude I have, you know, um, because of that advice I was given. Be yourself. People respect originality more than anything. And I'm an original bitch. Yes. 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 I love <laughs> yeah. it. I love it. So what is the main thing that you want our Verse TV audience to learn about Goldie Dawn today? I want you to learn about Goldie Dawn is that one thing about me is to say it in words is that I'm a really authentic person. Um, you can't judge a book by its cover. You know, I'm still that same real ass bitch from North New Jersey and I'm still a real ass bitch and I'm still a real person and a genuine person. Uh, despite what people say about me, there's a lot of negative things people say, said about me and say about me. But I'm a real genuine person and I'm a real authentic person and I don't let nobody leave me. I want people to know that about Goldie Doll, the motherfucking doll. I'm real as it gets, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. 
hello. Period. Hello. And so, what's next for Go Doll? What you got <laughs> going on? What should be paying attention uh, to? What should be watching for? Yes, I have a well. Okay, I have a lot of stuff coming soon. Like I have the well. What's come on, boss lady? Like literally about to drop the next day. Um, well, I'm not gonna say the next day. It might come after. Yeah, it's coming after the next day. Well, yeah, the day after tomorrow. But I have a very big music video with my brother Dirty Hana, and we're releasing our debut song. I need that song. Everybody loved that song. Uh. His album was on streaming platforms, but it was taken down. Um, but it's getting back up. So the song that we did, it's going to be released and it's going to slap. I released that snippet of the video. People was DMing me like, what? What? Like, I love this shit. Like, I love, like, that snippet that I post up the music video. Everybody loved it. That's literally what's next, next for me is that video and that song being released in a few days. Um, as far as otherwise, I have a project coming out really, really soon to my first album coming out. Um, yes, first album. And it's called Dripped in Gold. My album is titled Dripped in Gold. Yes, I can't wait first. I'm working on my first EP too, so I'm loving it. Yes, let's go. Um, my album is called Dripped in Gold. Um, I'm going to give a little spoiler. Um, it got a good amount of songs on there. I got like 12, 13 songs. I'm not going to give the exact amount, but it got a good amount of songs on there. Um, I'm just waiting for one more feature to get back to me. After he laid his verse on this one song, the album is done. I worked on this album for so long. Um, literally, I had to redo the whole album because um, I left my old managing team. We had a big falling out for the, for the worst, and they were well, the person. He kept my music. So I had to literally buy all the beats again and I had to record all the music again because me and him fell out and he was keeping my he's not he didn't want to release my music so I had to do everything over again um so it took a little time but every the my album is done now you know um I'm just waiting for that one more feature from I can't say who the artist is but people are going to go crazy when they find out who the artist is because <laughs> our chemistry is just he's a he he he, he can't say too much but yeah um my album dripping gold is coming out very soon um very very soon um it's gonna it's gonna give kind of old school vibes a little bit with a with a new sound twist you know how the old school albums they had skits and they had interludes and they made it seem like you know what i'm saying like it was like a storytelling in the albums you know that's what dripping gold is gonna give it's gonna get very 90s but very a new modern sound, a new upbeat twerk sound. Because if you know Goldie Dog, you know I make twerk music as well. Like, you know, I love to throw my ass. I love to, like, her. I love to throw my ass. I love to, like, make music that is upbeat as well. But it's going to get, this album is going to show a different side of me. Um, I'm really rapping, rapping on this album. I feel like a lot of artists nowadays, they don't really rap, rap. They just deliver off the beat. They just flow off the, the beat and let the beat carry. But no, Goldie Doll is a rapper. And I'm rapping, rapping off this album. I'm spitting that shit. That mm. lot. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm spitting. I'm, I'm coming full force on these hoes on this album. Like, it's giving that. It's going to give you all that you need, you know? So this album's going to be big. Um, We got the album, my album coming up. And because and, I can't say too much of what I have going on, but I have a documentary coming up. 
And the documentary is titled The Woman I Always Was. Um, it's a documentary that I filmed in 2020. Um, I can't say too much about it, but it's getting released as well, too. Um, literally, Michael Rice, I, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but I, I partnered with him in the documentary. And I can't say too much about it, but I have a documentary coming about my life story, my album dropping, collaborations. Um, literally, um, this artist just paid me, this one artist just paid me for a feature. So I sent them back the um, their verse for, I sent them back my verse for their song. Um, boom. Um, yeah, so I have a lot of stuff coming. Um, artists have been paying me for features, like they'll pay me to feature on a song. Um, not saying it's about the money, but the appreciation, you know. Um, so I have a lot of stuff coming soon, but I can't say, I can't lay on my that's all right. Big things that come now 2021 for go did uh, you know, pay attention here. Yes, um, that's mine. A lot of big things. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of good things. Awesome. <laughs> so, we got a couple questions that we asked everyone. So, we're going to do a quick, you know, five second break, pause, and I'm going to intro the uh, the next part. Okay. Woo. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, in, in, in wrapping of our one-on-one -on -one interview with the one and only Goldie Doll. We got into the point in the process where we asked uh, all of our one-on-one uh, -on -one, uh, 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 interviewees this question. So we're gonna get into business just a little bit. So uh, uh, without further ado, let's get to question one. If you had all the money or power necessary, what would you do or change that you feel will be most beneficial to the LGBTQ community? Hi, all the pad. That's a good question. I would make more platforms and more venues for the LGBT community to get together, for us to get together and come together, either perform at or, you know, come together and make music at clubs. I will open more clubs that's LGBT and trans friendly. Um, I will open up a trans strip club in New York because why not? I'll be coming down that pole like what happened? Like, I will open up a trans strip club um, to get okay. the girls together because I know these hoes love shaking ass. Some of these, you know, I got some friends that love, you know, shaking ass like me because they freak bitches like me. So I will open up a strip a strip club for for, for them, um, for that particularly trans women um, because a lot of men love femme queens. A lot of men love trans women. A lot of men. Like, <laughs> um, a lot of men love us. So... I think it would be only right to open up a strip club, a trans strip club in New York, because I don't think New York really has one. I, don't, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't know. Come on, girl, get your money together and let's figure it out. I'm going to have to partner with yes. you. Yes. Okay, period. Yeah. I will open up a trans strip club. I will open up more venues to perform at for the LGBT artists. Not even just about music, though. I will open up more venues for LGBT to be at. There's this venue called HMI that a lot of people are familiar with in the community that go there and get resources from. But I will open up more like club type of things, like people of the community. You could just go have a good time, you know? Yeah. But the trans strip club would be my number one. Gotcha. Oh, my number one. Hold on to that. Write that down. Take a picture. Yeah. Just saying. Because I'll be working there too. Yeah. Come on. Starring tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I uh, got gotcha. you. <laughs> everything coming out got it okay so question number two is this it starts out with a quote and then it's, and then i'll and then i'll give the question 
code is this. Ask not where I live or what I like to eat or how I comb my hair, but ask me, what am I living for? In detail, ask me, what do I think is keeping me from living fully for the thing I want to live for? And that's a quote by Thomas Morton. So the question is this, what is your goal in life and what is slowing you down from achieving that goal? My number one goal in life is to be happy. And I feel like I can never achieve that. I try and try to achieve that goal, but I'm just not a happy person. I'm just, I have so many things going on in my personal life right now. I just, the main thing I want to do, the main goal of my life is just to be happy. I just want to be happy. Um, But I just, I just got out of a four-year on-and-off relationship with my ex, so I'm completely single now. Um, it was a bad breakup. Um, it's other personal things that's been going on in my life that mm. makes it hard to live with. I suffer with depression. Um, and there's been good things that's been happening, too, but it's always like when there's good, it comes to bad, which is normal to people. Like, you know, that's life. But it's like, I'm just, I just really want to live my life happy. I want to be on this earth and just be happy because I'm, I feel like I'm not happy. I, I feel like I'm not a happy person. And I feel like that's my goal is to be happy. That would be my number one goal. Um, and prior to that quote, I think that's a really powerful quote um, because people should ask people more. So dig down into the person, not, Oh, what do you want to wear? What do you want to eat? Ask some, sometimes ask people, how are you feeling? That question could go a long way. If you sit there and randomly ask one of your friends, how are you feeling today? Are you sad about anything? You want to talk about anything? Ask me how I'm doing internally mm-hmm. rather than the small bullshit talk. Like that, that's cute. But ask me how I am internally because you never know. Some people, the saddest people are the most people that smile sometimes. Like you never know what people go through. And sometimes it's good to like ask what's going on. And it's okay to sit down and talk with each other about certain things because I have so much, I'm a woman with a lot of pride. Um, and I don't, I recently, I really don't open up to my friends like that. And I'm learning more to open up to my friends. I'm a, I'm a very emotional woman, um, but I always keep limits with telling people my personal, personal life, but I'm learning to like, you know, I mean, you can't trust everybody, but I'm learning that it's okay to talk my problems out more because I have so much pride with me and I'm such a leader that I feel like kind of embarrassed to tell people my problems sometimes. Um, but I'm learning if you're friends with somebody, man, they'll accept you for who you are and they'll accept your problems and they'll help you with your problems. Honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. How I feel. Sure. that's true. And they won't, they won't hit you with all the belt and they'll actually care for you, have compassion and support those things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so number three, this is the most important question of all of them. What is your deepest tea? I.e. something that you've never shared on social media before, but something you're willing to share with us, of course. It could be anything. That could be anything. Your deepest tea. Something you ain't shared on social media, but you wouldn't share with us. Well, I kind of gave hits in my music, but I love threesomes. I'm a very freaky bitch. I love threesomes. I love orgies. I love all that shit. I'm with all that freaky shit. 
<laughs> and I never said that like to any of like I never said it. But if you read read my if you listen to my bars, yeah, I'm with all that freaky shit. Let's let's get drunk. Let's 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 do this. Let's. I love threesomes. I actually um, <laughs> and I'm I'm spilling the tea. Um, I love. Uh, I love when it's two guys like fucking me. Like I love that. I love threesomes. I love when people watch me have sex. I love threesomes. I love origin. I'm with all that freaky shit. I'm a freaky bitch. Um, so yeah. I, that was kind of the tea I was still. I love threesomes. I love gotcha. one, two, it. three threesomes. Per. <laughs> yeah, that's some <laughs> deepest tea right there. I that's the tea. Love it. I ain't even mad at you. I love it. <laughs> Listen, boy, deep, that's a that's a still on them real quick. Still, still drinking tea. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, I ain't even mad. I ain't real, even mad. Listen, this is what it is. Real, real hot girl shit. Real. <laughs> so, two more questions. What stumbling blocks, like what has been your major stumbling block to say that you've encountered on your journey and um, and that you're counting your journey and working, how did you overcome that? As a rapper? Yeah, big, it may be, not even just that, it could be life, because it could have been something that was a little more deeper. Like your biggest stumbling block well, I would that's, that's a really intellectual question. I could answer that on towards my rap career. Um, I would say leaving my management because um, I was with, I was, I was with um, this, I was with Pink Gorilla and um, it just hurt me so much how I had so much love for, for, for bugs. And we, we would get into arguments and stuff like that. But, and when somebody tells you that they'll never leave your side and that you're their princess and that they got you and they let you, they ask you to live with them and they manage your career. And then all in the blink of an eye, when stuff don't go that person's way, they delete all your music they bash you. They tell people who you have set who who you had sex with. They tell people not to have you at events. Like tell people not to have you perform at events, literally. So this this person was literally so close to my heart. He had my birth certificate, my birth certificate from North North New Jersey. He had it. He asked for it. We were so close. We fell out. Um, and I fell out with Chad. I fell out, and Tia had a whatever, but. That was the hardest thing for me as in my career right now is because I put so much trust into him and I loved him so much and I put so much trust into him that I trusted him with my career and all in the blink of an eye because I get into something with Chad and um, well, I get into a debate debacle with Chad and um, things is not going this way. And he, I'm living at his house. He's trying to control me and control everything I do. And things just don't turn out well. He deletes my music. He, you know, bashes my name to people. Tell people not to, don't have, literally tell people like OTA, other people, don't have Goldie Doll at, at this event. Don't have her perform at this event. People show me screenshots of him saying, do not have Goldie Doll perform. Do not bring Goldie Doll here. Um, and that was the hardest thing for me. For somebody that had so much love for me that I was living with, I lived with this man and I lived with Chad for them to just turn on me. And I know I'm not perfect, but that was the hardest thing in my career because everything, like I told you prior, my album Dripped in Gold, 
my songs was already recorded. Um, what happened was um, things happened and I really, it was a video that I released. It was a jump off video. It was a, a remix to Little Kim's The Jump Off. Mm -hmm. um, I directed that whole video. I thought of like the setting. I thought of everything. But when somebody tries to get on social media and tries to take credit for what you did and say, oh, I directed this whole thing, you know, um, I directed this whole thing, blah, blah, blah. And act like you didn't do nothing. But I feel like most men try to do that when it comes to women, try to take credit sometimes, not even making it a gender thing. But um, when I let that person know, when I let Chad know, like, listen, you know, you could, I, you wasn't even focused on this song having a music video, but it was me. Like, you're, why are you so bent on getting all the credit for things, you know? everything you know and then we was getting into problems and that was just the hardest part of my career you know um because people literally some people in the some lgbt rappers um literally stopped fucking with me because of one person because of um bugs gutter and that really showed me people that i didn't even do nothing to like he was telling people he would tell and they would show me messages he would tell people like if you fuck with goldie doll i can't fuck with you he done damn near threatened Dirty Hana. Um, you fuck with Goldie Doll, I can't fuck with you. It's kind of like, a meta metaphorically speaking, like if a child plays with a toy, like, and they, they play with the toy, they're used to playing with the toy and they build the toy up and they polish the toy and then they're done with the toy. They don't want nobody else to touch their toy. That's kind of how I felt, like a piece of property. You can't talk to her. You can't associate with her. I'm not talking to her, so y'all can't talk to her. When, that, when a person starts doing that to you and telling events not to book you, not to book you. Fucking with the money. You fucking with my money. At first, it was really hard for me because I started to see the division in other artists and I started to see the fakeness um, within artists, within people turning on me for no reason that I didn't do nothing to, but, but because this person pays people to fuck with him. He literally pays people to mess with him and pay, you know, and when he has to tell people, don't fuck with her, you know, people I didn't do nothing to like artists, like I didn't do nothing to like earth toning. Like, it's just like you, you, you got to tell people not to do songs with me. It's like, how could, did you say you love me? People go through things. You considered me your family. You have my birth certificate. You told me that because my, my mom's name is only on my birth certificate. Um, and my father, my father was never in my life. So when it says father's name on your, on my birth certificate, it's none given. This man straight up told me, oh, well, if I could sign your birth certificate, I would. Let me keep your birth certificate. He kept my birth certificate. Then to throw away all of my belongings when you get mad at me and tell people who I had sex with, like I'm a smut or something, and deframe me as a woman, like tell people, oh, well, she had sex with this. She had sex with this person. Well, I will say, you know, that <laughs> sounds like a stumbling block that, you know, yes. now... If you ain't seeing 2021 in the, in, in the, in the shine of the overcome, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know what to tell you because I've seen it from what you told me. So, you know, you know, what I've noticed in life is that when 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 the worst is in, at its worst, it's only because greater's coming. And it's, it's just like you just got to make it through this just to just get on the other side. And guess what? It's going to be waiting for you right on the other side. Let's get through it. And I felt like yes. that's what you did. You know? And I noticed that Troy, and it's so crazy you say that because I have a friend that's in the in the business. Um, he's a photographer. He's a psychic medium, though. Um, and I couldn't during that time period, like that transitional time period, when they was telling people to take me off of events, 
like during the like the summer, like going into the fall of 2020, they was telling people to take me off of events and not to book me for shows. I I would cry. I would be so upset and so angry because this is people that I trusted. And then like with Tia, I didn't do nothing to Tia, you know, and she turned on. It, it just was a big finasco. Um, I learned that in this business, do everything email wise, do everything, you know, business wise, do not trust anybody a hundred percent with your business, especially if you write all your music and do all your music, because that was another thing as well. He wanted to write my music. And I said, no, if I spit some, I'm, my pen is real well active. Um, when we, when I first got with him, he wanted to write my music and I said no to that because I write all my music. Um, I have no problem working with people, like writing with people, like when we do songs together. Um, but this, he really, well, they really backstabbed me and made it seem like I wasn't nothing to them. And that hurt me in my career. Um, well, it didn't hurt my career. It didn't hurt my, because honestly, I'm busy now. But at the time, it hurt me as a person at the time. And it was kind of hurting my career at the time because people was like, Okay, so if, I know if I work with Goldie Dog, Bugs is not gonna. It's Bugs is gonna stop fucking with me, and Bugs is gonna. He, he's like mm-hmm. giving me an ultimatum, and that's something I would never do. Like if I'm friends with you, Troy, I would never tell you you gotta stop fucking with this person, Troy. If you mm-hmm. loyal to me, Troy, I would never mm-hmm. say that. That's I'm not that type of friend either, so I get it. I yeah. would never make somebody. And, your choice is your choice. If something happened to me with that person, it's your choice to decide if you wanna. You know, that's your own thing. But that's just a different type of maturity for a different type of person. So I totally get it. Um, exactly. um, so segues to this last question. And the last yes. question is this, ideally, what would you want to be the legacy for your work? Cause at this point, you know, you're already leaving a legacy now. What do you want to be ideally? What do you want to um, well, the legacy for my work, um, yeah, I'm dead ass already leaving a legacy. Um, I'm really glad of how people notice me and how people reach out to me with that, um, because a lot of people thought that my career was going to stop when I left a certain management and I kept going and I want people to know that is the blueprint of Goldie Dog. Goldie Dog keeps going. Goldie Dog is a force to be reckoned with. I might be a five foot four, 119 pound woman, but I'm a force to be reckoned with in this music shit. Don't come at Goldie Dog with no bars because she going to send them right back. She gonna talk that talk. She gonna walk that walk. She's about her shit. Per period trust. Like I want all these hoes to know that I kept going when people was trying to knock me down in the worst way. I kept going. Goldie Doll is always gonna be here, and Goldie Doll is gonna stay. Music is always my music is always gonna keep coming. I'm not stopping. That's what I want you and everybody else to know about me. No, that's my legacy. I going and i'm going going period like period. this is what we do this is what happens when you're born to do what you do you're originator you're a creator and you just that boss you know what i'm saying you keep writing the music keep making the tracks keep shooting documentaries and keep getting ready to put the music out thank um, you and i'm proud i'm so proud of how like the acknowledgement i get i'm so proud even though um you know like I said, I had a lot of obstacles try to tear me down and people and him tell telling pod, certain podcasts not to interview me and different things, but I'm still winning and I'm still doing stuff and I still am making moves. You know? We've been here for a while. We've been after you for a while. Remember, I personally came out. Yeah, you did. So, 
I was you like, what's up? You did. And there's a lot of people reaching out to me, Troy. Um, a lot of people. I am working with a big name in the industry that I can't say right now. But mm. a big name in the industry reached out to me. And a lot of people noticed me. Um, a lot of people noticed me. Dawn Richard noticed Like, a lot of people no- noticed me. Um, t- yeah, I can't say the rest of the people. But a lot of big names, like bigger names in the industry, um, noticed me. It's, it's going good. My career is going good right now, to be honest with you. So for those out there who want to find you and be able to look you up and all that and follow your amazing journey or maybe DM you like the other fans have been doing, where can they find you again for this interview? Let them know. Period. So you can find me on Instagram at GoatyDaw underscore. You can find me on Facebook, Daw. Okay. Twitter, GoatyTheDaw. Um, so you can, my, um, you can find me on any handle at Goldie doll. I'm the original Goldie doll. Like you type in Goldie doll, you're going to see me. You probably see some other hoes, but I'm the original Goldie doll. You're going to see me like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the golden doll. You're going to see me. So all right. my Goldie doll, um, first bitch that pop up per, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so my Instagram, um, I'm mostly active on my Instagram and Facebook, my well, mainly my Instagram. My Instagram is Goldie Doll. Goldie G O L D I E. That's me. It's like my G O L D I E Doll. <laughs> Goldie Doll underscore. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Her, as she said, right? Um, this is at Troy Weeks Music on everything. This is all the tea with Verse TV. B E R S T E A V. Verse TV <laughs> on everything. You Google it, check us out. Um, Goldie will be with us always. Goldie will be with us all week long. Goldie was a part of our um, part of our podcast and our talk show, as well as one-on-one interviews. So y'all make sure y'all follow, like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff on Goldie's page, all that stuff on our page. Be on the lookout since week eighty-nine. We've been rocking. We thank you guys so much for following and staying tuned. We'll see you guys when next week. Time to be out. Thank you so much, Goldie. You were super great. We love you, Troy. Love yes, you yes, 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 yes. <laughs>